She Loves Herself with Jill Ritchie, showing you how to embrace vulnerability and unearth your power within. Hello everyone and welcome back to a brand new episode of She Loves Herself, the podcast with me, your host, Jill Ritchie. I am really excited today because it is Friday and it is a brand new episode of the podcast and I think we are actually like 16 or 17 episodes in already into this season. It has absolutely flown in. And usually for those of you who are regular listeners of the show, I have a guest with me on a Friday um, or some guests with me on a Friday. And today I don't have a guest with me. I have decided to have a solo episode. Now, you know that I usually do short, short solo episodes on a Monday, but I am actually going away on holiday and I don't want to be working when I'm away. I'm away on Monday. We're doing the camper van trip for a week. So I'm so excited about that. And I just, usually when I go on holiday and I'm going to be completely transparent, it's not always easy to switch off. So when you're a business owner, I mean, even if you're not a business owner, for anyone listening to this that is employed by an employer or works for a company, and um, you know, maybe you do find it easy to switch off. But I know for sure there are some people that really struggle to switch off. But as a business owner, um, because it's it's your business, um, you've always kind of got one eye on it, right? And I am really trying to get into a healthy habit of not working when I'm away on holiday. And a lot of what I do, like most of what I do, I absolutely love. There's parts of what I do that I don't love, like ad many type stuff and and all of that, which I've had to completely get over this year with intuitive psychology because you know, we have built this company up from the ground up and Sarah and I have had to wear pretty much every hat there is. So it has been a huge learning curve for both of us. And we were actually saying yesterday, I'm so glad that we did it this way, although painful at times, very challenging at times for both of us. But on reflection, I'm glad we did it because we know it inside out now. And we are going to obviously outsource as the as the, as the business starts to evolve and expand um, and scale, which we know is going to happen in 2024. Like we absolutely know with certainty. I, I've probably never known something as much as I know that um, right now. So we are going to obviously outsource and, and, and everything like that and, and bring people in to support us with it. But um for this year, it's just been Sarah and I. So it has been really challenging. So even when I've been on holiday, when I was away um, in Turkey in April and I was away in Ibiza, we were sort of launching in the April. So I wasn't really switched off and, and fully in my holiday. <laughs> and then when we were in um, uh, Ibiza, again, we were putting quite a lot out there and we were in full-on enrolment and so again and we were working with design and there was lots and lots and lots going on so any business owners you'll get this and um, I, I wasn't really um, able to fully switch off whilst I still had amazing holidays I, I, I reflected on it and I actually thought god you know even when it was just the Just Jill, which isn't just Just Jill, like when it was my own, it was me, myself and I doing Just Jill stuff Again, um, never fully switching off. 
Um, now that that isn't me sitting here saying I wasn't present when I'm away. I am, but like you do just kind of have like, all right, okay, I need to work on this and I'm working on that. And maybe you're sort of chatting to people back and forth in the background. So anyway, I digress, but my point is, (laughs) I've got a point, guys. I hope you're still with me. I've got a point. (laughs) I'm away next week. And uh, I want to just be able to to take that time off and um, not be recording podcasts or anything like that when I'm away. So this episode is the Friday episode. There's not going to be a Monday episode. So this is your kind of double dose. And um, yeah, the guests that I had lined up for this week couldn't actually make it. Um, they had to reschedule kind of last minute. So I thought, well, rather than have nothing go out, you're just going to have a solo episode with me. And I trust that it always works out the way it's supposed to. So We're going to talk about one of my favourite subjects today, guys, and I'm so passionate about this, as you know, because I've, you know, if you've been following this podcast and listening to it for the last three years, you'll hear me talk about this a lot. If you follow me on social media, um, you'll know I talk about this a lot. If you've worked with me, you'll know this is a key part of who I am and what I am so passionate about um, in life, in business, um, uh, in everything really is authenticity. And when I left corporate six years ago, I wasn't in my authenticity. And I believed I was, like I believed there was parts of me that were in my authenticity, but I wasn't actually fully being and my authenticity. So my actions didn't really match my words. So whilst I would sort of say, you know, I am authentic, I'm very genuine, I, you know, I trust myself, I wasn't really displaying that and I wasn't really acting that way. And my actions didn't actually support my values. Authenticity has always been a core value of mine as I I look back on my life, but I wasn't actually loving it um, because I was choosing attachment over my authenticity all the time. And I think so many of us do this. And over the last six years, as I've started to evolve and really do my deep work, um, it is a journey. It is that journey to authenticity. It is a return to authenticity. And Every day I really do have the intention and try my best to live in my authenticity. Now, I want to sort of break this down because I ran an in-person event. Now, you've been listening to the podcast the last few weeks. You'll know that I was running an event in Edinburgh um, last weekend and it was great. Um, I loved it. There's always little nerves and I want to say that again because I feel like it's so important that I put that out there. I think some people can watch people and think, oh my God, they're so confident and, you know, I could never do that. I want to say that I'm not always confident. Um, I'm confident in this podcast when I speak. um, I'm confident in a lot of spaces, but when it comes to sort of standing on a stage or putting myself out there just like you I get really nervous I get fearful my ego kicks in and starts to tell me that you know oh don't bother doing this um it's bullshit or it's nobody's interested you're crap um 
who do you think you are? So no matter how much work you do, and I spoke about this a few weeks ago, I think it is the more you start to stretch yourself, the ego has a bit of an ego death. And before it dies, it wants to just grab on to any piece of of something that it can to keep you small, to keep you with it. Um, And I'm not sure, and I said this before, I'm not sure that will ever go. And I think the more that we do stretch, um, that voice still comes in. It's been with us our whole life and it is there to protect us. But it's really important that we still do it afraid. So no matter if we're scared or not, we don't let fear stop us from living our truth now and starting to learn to understand the difference between ego and um, truth, like ego and authenticity. Now, ego, you feel it, like it can feel very fearful. It can feel like, oh my goodness, this is this is my gut telling me not to do it. It's telling me not to do it. And I, I've said this many times, but I'm going to say it again, how, how you can tell the difference between, you know, what is fear, like as an ego, um, and what is your gut? What is your gut? Like, what is your truth? Is asking yourself the question, um, if I do this thing that I'm about to do, when I have this conversation that I'm about to have, or I, I put this boundary in place, even though my body's shaking, even though I feel sick, even though I feel scared and fearful, will I grow from this? Will I evolve? Will I expand? Will I step into something new and be proud of myself when I've done it? And if the answer is yes, then you know it's truth then you know it's just ego holding you back. It's just fear. And you know that the truth is that you do need to step into that and you will grow and you will evolve and you will expand. So just bear that in mind when you are stepping into something that feels scary. Um, But again, you know, the opposite of that is if it's like, no, like you should not do this. This is wrong. This is not good for you. You are not going to grow at all. There is no sense in this. Um, then you you know it's your gut, right? You're like, okay, okay, this is my gut telling me I've not to do this versus just fear, just ego. So I just wanted to reiterate that point to you all. Again, um, some of you have heard it before um, and maybe you needed a reminder today and some of you may have never heard it before if you're new to this podcast and if that's the case, sit with that and take it with you like, take that with you as a check-in point to see, okay, what is this? What's really going on for me? Because for me, if I use that as an example of Saturday, the venue that I was going to, I was going to go to another space within that venue, which was a smaller space. And then it would have been full. And I was like, right, okay, great. But that was obviously, again, from ego, I just, you want it to be full. You want everyone to buy a ticket, right? To come to your thing. Um, but then they couldn't put me in that space because um, of insurance reasons. And so I had to move into an auditorium space, which was like three times the size. And of course, the fear kicked in of, oh, my God, it's going to be empty. 
no one it's going to just look like oh no one's interested and again all those fears so again I'm sharing this from a place of authenticity and truth and transparency so that you can see that I get this too that fear of oh my god it's going to be empty like you know when you think like no one's going to come to my party (laughs) what if no one comes to my party and the hall's empty that's what I felt like and then I kind of sat and I thought do you know what Jill the right people come, let go of this ego of needing to have like 80 people in a room because it it really doesn't matter. It's about each individual person that is putting their trust in you, that is here to receive and to, to move into something. They want, they've liked something that you've shared and so they want to be in that space with you to potentially move through their own stuff forget about the number, forget about the space and just serve lovingly and serve powerfully. And that's what I did. And when I woke up on Saturday, I thought, I'm so excited about today. Of course, I still had a little bit of nerves, you do. But when everyone came in that room, I closed my eyes and it's like, when we can start to create and cultivate um, trust within ourselves, we're able to drop in and close down those eyes and just take a few breaths and ask ourselves, like, what what do I need to do today? And the answer is serve, is hold space and is serve lovingly and powerfully. And that was my only intention. And that is what I did. And I'm so happy that it went well. And there was a few things that I would change. Um, but that always happens, right? And it's just a kind of a few tweaks that I would make. No one would have noticed, but I did, right? But the feedback I got was amazing. And I spoke from the heart. I allow myself to trust my way of being. My way of being is not overly preparing for something. It is my, my own authenticity is where I close down my eyes. I tune into my heart space. I feel my body. I feel my emotions. I connect to the energy that is around me and I intuit. So I intuit for people. I feel, I intuit for them. I breathe, I pause, I take my time and I allow the words to flow. Nothing is forced, nothing is rehearsed and I surrender and I trust. And for some people listening to that, they're like, how can you stand up in front of 40 people and do that? And I did it at Fern Cotton's event as well. There was 130 people in those teepees each day and I did the same because if I rehearse, if I over-prepare, I am not in my authenticity. Now, I am not saying that you are not in your authenticity if you don't do it my way. My way is the right way for me. That is my authenticity, to close down my eyes, to feel, to connect to my heart and to speak from that space. That is my authenticity. Your authenticity might be to prepare to do it that way and 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 really tuning into what is true to me, what makes me feel safe, what makes me and allows me to feel fully supported. Um, even though it can feel scary, what is your own authenticity for you? And I've tried to prepare for things before and I wasn't in my authenticity. I did that and that came from a place of I need to do it this way because um, 
I'm not good enough to think about it and trust myself. I have to really allow um, others to tell me how I should be and how I should should show up and what good looks like um, <laughs> by the by the people that do it their way. And I traded my own authenticity so that I could fit in potentially and um, be seen as someone who was really in control and organised and da-da-da-da-da-da-da, right? And over the years, I've allowed that to just fall away, um, to trust myself and know that I cannot fuck it up when I'm in my authenticity and neither can you. Like if you are in your authenticity, you cannot, it's impossible for you to fuck it up. Some people might not like it, but you can't mess it up because it is your authenticity. And when we were in that room, every single person in that room, now I'm that's 100% of people put their hand up when I asked the question about authenticity, like, how how much do you want to be in your authenticity? And every single person put their hand up, and every single person put their hand up to say that they 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 can struggle to be in their authenticity because of attachment, because of how others think they should be, and from the masks that they've worn and the identities that they're carrying. That's a hundred percent of people. Wow, right? Wow, just wow, and um. Another question I asked was that, you know, who feels, and I'm paraphrasing, it was something along the lines of, you know, um, who feels that they should be grateful for things that they have in their life. And because there's a lot to be grateful for, but you feel like there's something missing and you're disconnected um, from your authenticity. And once again, 100% of people in that room put their hand up. That is everyone. That is everyone that wants to be in authenticity, but isn't fully in authenticity because of the layers of bullshit that we have carried, the conditioning that we're carrying, carried and continuing to carry um, in our lives. It's the people pleaser in us. It's the lack of boundaries. It's the, I don't want people not to like me. I don't want people to hate me. I I don't want people to judge me. It's in my fear of judgment. It's all of the things that are layered on top of, you know, being a human that stops us being in an authenticity. So the whole thing on Saturday was about this return to authenticity. And um, I live coached and it was so powerful and got a couple of girls who had never coached before I never know what anyone's coming with. And it's again, it's like the podcast. I've had a few people on and I I, I never want to know what they're coming with because it's so important that it's raw and it's organic. Um, And sure, there's resistance there when people come down and and sit on a, a sort of podium stage type thing with me to be coached and be witnessed by 40 other women in a, in a room there's there's for sure nerves and resistance there. But I really wanted to show people the power of coming away from the personal thinking mind and the conscious, you know,ness and working with the subconscious and going into what is underneath the layers um 
and the masks that we wear and the identities that we carry and the heaviness and the weight that we're carrying years and years and years of programs. Now, that sounds heavy and deep and it's not like there's so many of us in that room in that in that space on Saturday that had have amazing things going on in our life. I have amazing things going on in my life. They have amazing things going on in their life, but there's a this little ping almost of like there's something that's not quite connected and I don't know what it is. And that, my friends, is the call to authenticity. It is the call of your authentic self calling you back home and calling you back to return to who you are without the weight, without the masks, without the heaviness and all of that. And it is a journey. And it's certainly not um, cleared up (laughs) uh, in one coaching session for sure. But what that did do was gave the people that were being coached and the people that witnessed it a real idea of how powerful and how quick and effective this can be when we can drop into our body and start to work with it and start to work with those parts of ourselves like anger, shame, fear, um, all of those shadow parts of ourselves. And um, after I did the coaching, I took everyone through one of our intuitive psychology, shadow alchemy techniques and we worked really deeply with the subconscious and we removed hooks cords and attachments we released and we gave back what wasn't ours and really immersed ourselves in energy and sat with any discomfort that we needed to sit with and immersed it in light and removed the attachments um And the feedback was mind-blowing. Like, it absolutely was. And what a true honour for me as a a person, as a human, as a guide, as a coach, um, to be able to witness that and hold that space for those incredible women that came together and decided, you know what, this, I don't know what's going to happen at this two-hour event that Jill Ritchie's holding, but I'm going to come and if it takes me back to my authenticity or allows me to even feel a potential of returning back to my authenticity, then I'm going to be there. And I really believe that most of the people um, from what I've heard and the feedback that I've got from everyone was that they did. And it opened up a vessel almost of hope for people to go, right, do you know what? My life is good right now. But I want to feel more. I want to feel more connected to me and my my truth. I want to be able to sit with discomfort. I want to be able to sit with shame. And I want to be able to forgive myself, forgive others um, and feel free. Um, Everyone wants freedom. Everyone wants to um, feel a sense of inner peace. Now, we may want external things. But the external things never, never give you inner peace. That's why so many famous people, wealthy people have lots of external um, things, Um, money, homes, holiday homes, all of the things, right, that we think we want and they think that that will make them happy and we see that it doesn't. 
we see that so many people that are very wealthy or famous or whatever that is really struggle with their mental health because we believe when we get this, then we'll be happy. When I get that, then I'll be happy. It isn't it's not true actually what happens is when we start to return to our authenticity and heal those parts of ourselves that we are holding in our shadow then we feel at peace because when you feel at peace and you're able to hold your dark and you're able to forgive yourself from the things that you've maybe said or done in a way that you've acted that was out of integrity, when you understand why you did that, not only understand why you did it, but hold space for yourself and be like, fuck it, I, I'm not proud of that, but this came from a place of fear. And when I understand why I did what I did and why I acted the way I acted, I understand that I was struggling that reaction or that way of being or that way of being in it out of integrity with myself and with others and that came from a place of fear because we act from a place of fear and when we understand that we're able to have compassion for ourselves we're able to forgive ourselves and it does take a little bit of time but when we know how to work with the dark parts of ourselves then nothing touches the sides no one can call you out. And even if they do, you're like, yeah, I know that about me, but I'm good with that. I am good with who I am. I am good with me and I love me and I forgive me. And and I understand that when I accepted that shit relationship or when I actually accepted this or that, or I attracted this in my life, it was because of what I believed about myself at the time. And so I acted out of that place. And then you can start to, because you have self-awareness now, you can start to bloody change the narrative. You bring in forgiveness, you bring in compassion, you let it go and you move forward. And if someone wants to call you out in your past, you're like, and what? And what? Now what? Now what? Right? So what? Um. We're scared of other people judging us because we haven't accepted parts of ourselves. But if we can accept parts of ourselves in that fear of judgment, I'm not saying it totally goes away, but it freaking for sure lessens, right? It's a lot less. And this is why by trying to get external gratification from others or from objects, it doesn't return you to inner peace or your authenticity that only comes from a willingness for you to take a peek inwards to look at those other parts of yourself your inner like your inner child work your work around shame your work around your relationships your work around understanding your attachment style and why you are the way you are and when you work on that you heal through that you move through it and then you start to um, alchemize your pain and then you start to manifest from a place of true authenticity true authenticity and I want to share something with you guys I actually have a an email uh, community and I sent out this email just a few days ago right because it blew my mind and a friend shared this with me and she said as soon as I saw this on TikTok she said I had to send it to you because I know like what your stance is on authenticity. And I, I thought of you straight away. And she sent me this thing 
right? And of course, it just blew my mind. And so I went and did my research. And it was this sort of thing on TikTok. And it was all about how authenticity is the highest vibration that there possibly is. Now, we all think it's love, right? Love and enlightenment is like the highest vibration that you can possibly have. But there was this um, this sort of research that was done by the Spain, Spain, S-P-A-N-E, and it's called the Spain Scale of Emotional Research, right? And this was done. And apparently they took 25,000 participants and they put them in a room to measure the frequency of you know their vibration that was that was all around these 25,000 participants and get this authenticity was measured to be 4,000 times more powerful than love i'm going to say that again authenticity was measured to be 4,000 times more powerful than love. Now, that kind of blew my mind, but also didn't, right? Because we know that love is so important, right? But you can still love and not fully be in your authenticity, right? So you could still really love your children, your pets or your partner, like you can, or your mom, your dad, like your sister, your brother, you can still really love them and be in your own struggle internally and not be fully in your authenticity. But when you're in your real authenticity, nothing is filtered really. Like you've gone through ego and you're fully in your authenticity right? Now, I'm not saying like authenticity. When I talk about authenticity, it's not um, it's not about not being like um, honest or whatever that is, like, um, or an integrity. Like, you can still be an integrity. You can still be a really good person. You can still be a lovely, lovely human being. But when I talk about authenticity, it is that you're not there's not the attachment there. You're not trading your own authenticity for attachment. You you have healthy boundaries. You're not, you know, you're not keeping quiet. You're not speaking, not, you're not not speaking your truth. You're not speaking up. Um, it's not that you're maybe in a relationship where you want to say something and you're not saying it. Like, um, I'm talking about that level of authenticity. It's like fully like, poof doesn't mean that you're not trans so if you're not in your I want to just say that right so if you're not in your authenticity it doesn't mean that you're not transparent and you're not an honest person this is much deeper than that right so the definition of authenticity is authenticity is when your words are truthful and you believe what you say so your words are truthful and you believe what you say what you say and if you imagine like just by being in your own authenticity, you will vibrate at the highest frequency there is. And that means that nothing's filtered. You're not holding back in any way, shape or form. You're not going around offending people, but you're here to be who you're here to be. Like your soul, you know, chose you to live this life. You're not filtering any part of yourself anymore. 
And that is my, that's my quest. I'm not there yet. I don't know that many people. I actually can't think of anyone probably that is fully there. I think it is a life journey that you go on. But what I will say with absolute truth, I am a million times there more than I have ever been. But I don't, you know, I, I, I don't think it's, with with authenticity it's not just about spewing all your stuff it's about really doing it from a place of love and non-attachment and I think it's a journey for everyone but I want to say like I do believe that just by being being just by being like you your authentic self without the filters without all the can can't all of that stuff, you will vibrate at the highest frequency there is. And that means that relationships are better when you're in your authenticity. Joy is felt more deeply when you're in your authenticity. And manifesting should be an absolute breeze because you are vibrating at the highest possible frequency that there is. Now, I know that returning to our own authenticity is a journey and it requires a real willingness from you to heal from your past, to be with discomfort, to be with pain of letting go of the various identities and masks that you've carried potentially. It's about having boundaries. Um, it's about letting go to the attachments of what people say, what people think, how people judge. Um, and being you in spite of all of that, in spite of what's going on around you. And that's why I talk about this a lot, but regulating your nervous system every day is so important so that you see that this the way this person is reacting, I'm not having a, a real triggered response in my body to how they're acting. I see that this is their stuff and it's filtered through the lens of what's going on in their life. It has absolutely nothing to do with me. But I do believe we only get there from number one, creating safety in our body. We need to feel safe in our body to even explore those parts of ourselves. We need to feel safe in our body to create boundaries, to have maybe challenging conversations. We need to create safety in our body so that we can understand and maybe question, hmm, have I really been living a life that is true to me or is it? more true to how society has trained me to be or the pleasing of my parents or caregivers or trying to keep the peace. And often this is all around childhood and what we witnessed and what we saw. But we don't understand that unless we understand it, right? And if we don't understand why we are the way we are, then we're going to keep doing what we've always done and going back to my point on Saturday with those women that put their hands up, um, that's where you're always going to feel that there's a disconnect. No matter what you externally manifest, no matter what you have in your life, if you feel that there is a disconnect, then you're right. Then you're right. It is that call to authenticity. And you can either explore it or not. But if you don't want to feel that disconnect, then return to your authenticity. Take the steps that you should take to explore that. 
take your time with it. You don't need to rush it. This is a lifelong journey, right? Because you're unpicking potentially 30, 40, 50 plus years of conditioning. It doesn't need to be heavy. It can be fun. And I want you to trust that your quest to authenticity, your return to authenticity is never wrong and it can't be because it's who you are. It's your authentic self. Um, and it's beautiful. And I think once you see it, you can't unsee it. Um, and this is why I'm so passionate about what I'm doing. This is why I've created what I've created. This is why I do Empowered Women. This is why Sarah and I do intuitive psychology. It is to let go of codependencies that people have with others and create a real self-empowered way of being that has lovely relationships with people, lovely connections with people rather than attachments to people, situations and things. We are connected, but we are not attached and we can love from that place. But only when we really return to authenticity and understand ourselves and have fun along the way, can we really, um, can we really, mm, what's the word I'm looking for? Be, really be and feel that sense of inner peace that every single one of us has the fucking right to have. Yeah. So I hope this was helpful, but heavy for a Friday, guys, but I hope it resonates. I am so passionate about this. You know, I've got my, my coaching program, which is Empowered Women Authentic Success. I've run this for three years and I take between five and six women through it once a year. And I'm starting it up again at the end of October and I have a few spaces left. So if you feel like, do you know what? I want to do this. I want to understand myself. I want to have my return to authenticity. Um, I want to manifest from a place of truth and, and um, authenticity. I want to have deeper relationships with myself, with other people around me. Then reach out. Like email me hello at jill-ritchie.com, hello at jill-ritchie.com or send me a direct message on Instagram, Just Jill Coaching, and we can have a chat. Um, we will work together for three months and you will have some time off in December. You're not going to be getting coached by me every week in December. We have a little break in December, but it's three months you're going to be working with me. You will be coached every week. You will also work through um, lessons and teachings that I have. Um, one week, for example, you'll work, it'll be inner child week, and then I'll coach you that week. Um, one week, it'll be all around shame, and then I coach you, and then it's it's relationships and intimacy, and it's then it's attachment. And then we start to move into like the future. We start to work with, you know, really focusing on manifesting which gets easier when you're doing it from a place of authenticity so we work with the past the present and the future 
this is quite possibly the deepest work that you will ever do, but you are safe and supported by me every single week. And then at the very end of the three months, we have an in-person retreat day. And on that in-person retreat day, we have a beautiful cacao ceremony. Um, we do an immersive breathwork session and then we have a beautiful sound journey and um, we have some potential hands-on healing um, it's very intuitively led but it's a very very powerful experience um, and that's all included as well so if you do want to do this this is the only time I'm going to be running it for the next year so yeah get in touch guys um also, if you are listening to this and you are interested in becoming a student with the Intuitive Psychology Association that I run with Sarah Gregg, um, then we have opened the doors for our second cohort of students to start. We will be starting on the 31st of March 2024. 2024. We opened the doors just a few days ago. We have eight incredible bonuses worth £2,700. And I'm not just saying that because I know that some people say, I've got bonuses worth £10 million. And you're like, you look at it and it's like a little course or something. This is when I say it's £2,700 worth of bonuses, it is. There is eight of them. They are amazing. Um, or, uh, yeah, and we already have applications coming in. Sarah and I have had a really lovely week connecting with new people and enrolling people for March 2024. These eight bonuses are only available for the first 10 people that sign up. So yes, I'm going to drop the link in the show notes. But again, you can go to our website, intuitive dash psychology.com you can read all about it and you can also enroll on there and then you will be invited on a lovely zoom call with Sarah and I just have a chat to make sure that is this the right thing for you right now um because what we are creating an IP is phenomenal we are teaching people how to do what we do and how to coach in the way that we do it and to work with the past the present and the future so um, if you are a new coach or you're interested in becoming a new coach, amazing. If you are already an existing accredited coach or not even accredited, maybe you have a certification in different healing modalities or, or coaching things, this is great for you because 50% of our existing cohort just now are already accredited coaches, but they want to strengthen and deepen their practice. Um, and they're going to do that with IPA. So, yeah, I just wanted to share that with you. If you're feeling a little pull, then don't sit on the fence. Have the conversation. You can do it. You can't do it. It's up to you. I love you anyway. Take care. Have a gorgeous weekend. And I will see you all next week. Thank you so much, everyone. 